Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Cinema back, another edition. How we doing out there? Good, great, grand, and wonderful. So I'm aware that the title that you see on your dial is somewhat generic, and that's all right. This show is going to be somewhat generic, even because people that listen to the show have heard me harp on some of the stuff. I'm going to rehash. A lot of the stuff that I've mentioned on the show, because you can't, I mean, until I see a change, until I see a change, I have to keep on being the leading spokesman for it. Anyway, I know that the swordsman on paper, on your dial there, even on paper, if you were to read the synopsis, let me read two different synopsi for you. Um, let's see here. Let's do, during the chaotic period of Ming King. Of, of the Ming King dynasty transi- transition. Let's try that again. During the chaotic period of the Ming King dynasty transition, after failing to protect preventing, uh, protect and preventing the downfall of Guan Haigun, Tai Yu, the best swordsman in Joseon, lives in seclusion with his daughter Taiok. Taiok, I, see, I, I'll see it on screen, but when you hear them say it, it's not the same because I know that there's an A at the end of that. Like when you hear him say, it, he's like Tayokasa, uh, Tayoka. And as you read it on, you know, in this particular instance, IMDB, Tayok is what you read. Anyway, Tayok seeks to find treatment for him due to an old injury. Tayol's eyesight begins to fail due to an old injury. Tayok seeks to find treatment for him. When she, Tayok is just she, Tayoka is a she is captured and taken away by slave trader Giratai, played by Joe Taslam, Tai Yul is forced to raise his sword again in order to save her. So I know, that's, like I said, even if you read that on 
papira, uh, it's kind of generic. However, the movie was awesome. Or maybe, maybe I should not be in a time where everything is very polarizing. It's either fucking awesome or fucking sucks. It was really, really well executed for what it was. Um, because, like, to me, of course, yes, the premise is, is something that we've seen before, you know? But the execution of action choreography is not. And they, like, they, they the Asians, in this particular instance, South Korea, uh, this is a South Korean film, um, but the Asians just, oh my, I don't understand. So this is the rehashing. I apologize for listeners of the show, but just just bear with me. I'll I'll talk about the movie a little bit. Um, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything for you because actually I did a take one of this uh, until my mic failed. I was 22 minutes into it, but the, for those of you that know, I don't I don't edit the show. If if that one take didn't work, erase. Do it again, Sean. The time you're wasting. Fuck you. Do it the way you want to. But I had I had given away a huge spoiler in the first one, so I'm kind of happy that the mic crapped out anyway you don't give a fuck about that but uh it, uh the, the 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 premise is pretty pretty tried and true you know it's another man versus man to get woman and in this case uh his daughter uh his, his daughter so it, why can't we and we is in the american filmmaker why can the American filmmaker not seem to fucking just implement the the choreography and the execution that the Asian filmmakers do? Um, here's another synopsis, Google. A swordsman who is going blind is forced to raise his sword again to save his daughter who has been kid- kidnapped by a slave dealer. So, I mean, come on. It's pretty, pretty cut and dry. But it... Every bit of it feels fresh, ladies and gents, audience, whatever you prefer to call yourself. I don't care. It. I don't understand why we can't implement it as an American filmmaker uh, in American filmmaking. Like I was talking to my buddy about it the other day. I was just like, and again, I know people that have actually listened to the show, and if you haven't, well, here's how I feel. I'll try to be as passionate and as. For the amount of times that I've mentioned it on the show. I'll try to be as passionate about it as I can for you newcomers. If you're a Star Wars fan, if you're a Marvel fan, a DC fan, a a Bad Boys fan, a whatever action film fan, you ought to demand more from your fight sequences and your action choreography because it's just... I, I think of... Okay, so this one is a sword fighting. So let's go with the obvious. Star Wars. If if Luke and Darth Vader fought with their lightsabers like you see these pe- the the Asians, South Koreans fight with uh the swords in this piece. Oh, it I mean, I, it would make me like Star Wars more. And I'm not and I'm not to say that I don't like Star Wars like I mean I do it's not my f- favorite stuff you know whatever it's it's fun I, I like to go see it in the theater with other people but I'm probably not going to bring out Revenge of the Sith on a rainy Sunday a Sunday afternoon I probably won't do that I don't they're, they're not my type of films but I might if 
you know, if Black Panther and Killmonger's final fight sequence looked similar to Donnie Yen and Sammo Hung and Ip Man 2. And, and, and it, it wouldn't be that hard, and I'll get to that in a second for all you wannabe writers, directors, or if you want to make an action film someday. I'll give you my two cents, which means absolutely nothing, of how I at least think you could start your action sequences. Anyway, the the sword fight sequences are like this. If Ray in, uh, what is Adam Driver's name in the new Star Wars? Oh, yeah, Kylo Ren. If Rey and Kylo Ren's lightsaber duels looked anything like they do in the Swordsman, uh, it, it it would make me like the the product more. You know, I just well, Sean, Sean, you said it was a generic story. Star Wars isn't generic. Okay, let's say I agree with you. Let's say I agree with you that both are not generic. Um. Even if the story, if you feel the story's slightly better, I don't feel that the, those movies are action movies, whether you want to believe it or not. Yes, they're science fiction, but they're action movies. Come on. If, if you did what these movies have been doing, what the Asian, the Chinese, the Japanese, the Koreans, the Thai, all of it, if you've been doing what they've been doing since the 60s, like, because people are always just like, well, Sean, you can't ex- demand that from the first Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> they, I have seen two dozen better sword fight sequences or weapon fight sequences in early 70s Shaw Brother films than most of what American action pieces are. We want the fast cars and the explosions and whatever. And it's like, that's fine to do that. But ultimately, there's a hand-to-hand fight. Whether you, you know, the the Rock and Jason Statham and Fast and Fit, whatever. Or Hobbs and, Hobbs and Shiggity, Higgity and Shiggity. Um, whatever. And you could, you could turn the table, at least for me as a viewer, um, on how I feel about the piece. Instead of me just being like... Yeah, it was, it was all right. Whereas this, I was like, yeah, it's really good. It wasn't the, the best fucking action film I've ever seen, but it certainly is better than Bad Boys for Life. Eh, you know what? I didn't. I didn't mind Bad Boys for Life, but it, it, again, like this, the good part about it, the 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 son in Bad Boy. Well, if you haven't seen Bad Boys for Life, uh, Will Smith's estranged son. Um, he had a couple good fight sequences in there, but. It's so brief that, you know, we want the... We want that. Well, you want that. I don't want that. I and, and this is coming from a toxic, heterosexual white male. Like, I'm not proud that I like these action films, you know, but at least I acknowledge that that's why I'm, you know, testosterone... <laughs> I like a testosterone-film piece, because that's what this is. I mean, if you're sitting down to watch The Swordsman... Odds are, and I'm not saying that you just went, hmm, let's check this out. My 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 cup of tea is Bridgerton or whatever that shit uh, was. Uh, Downton Abbey, Abbey, I like that. You probably aren't going to seek out swordsmen, so you probably know what you're getting into. I Execution's better. <laughs> the execution's just better. <laughs> but I... I, look, it's because of generations and generations of, like, you know, Rome and the gladiators, and that's why men 
are drawn to a lot of men are drawn to this sort of thing. So at least I acknowledge that most men won't, <laughs> you know, I, so that's, I, I'll tell you right out of the gate. I mean, it is an action piece, but I, I thought the story was good enough. I thought, especially how it unfolds, the spoiler that I gave you in the first take that you're lucky that you don't have to, you know, here, I, I, I think it's a pretty good act to payoff. I think it makes you care more, you know, it's, it's no different than John Wick's dog getting shot. You know, which is, by the way, one of the first times in a long time that I've seen good choreography um, implemented in an American action film. But it's more gun foo, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's just not the same as what I'm referring to, you know. I, but not that it's bad. It's 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 really fun. I, I thought that John Wick 2 wasn't going to be as good as John Wick 1. And from a story standpoint, like, it still works totally. But I don't care as much like I did in the first one. Like, the first time I saw John Wick 1 and they shot his dog, I was like, you motherfuckers. Oh, you gots to go. But that's a good hook, right? I, I'm surprised that even 3... Uh, what was it? Parabellum. Uh, that was really good too. <laughs> so, but they, it, it's a blend of both. Like, because I don't get to see all the action that I want to see, the story was good enough to make up for that, you know? So it, it, it sometimes you gotta, anyway, you've, I, hopefully I, there are people listening to the show. I've seen John Wick and I didn't just, it wasn't on someone's list and, Somehow they had escaped the fact that his dog had been shot. Anyway, I just we need to do it more as American filmmakers because that's why I think this movie is really, really good, really good execution and all. Just the 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 stereotypical hero, downtrodden with an ailment. So it it works on every level, and you know, the, the, and that's not to say that. I didn't love the cast performance. I really did. In fact, if I had to single one person out, yes, the fuck it. Something you should also know, too. This is, uh, I never know how to say the shit right because fucking IMDB, I have saw several times where it looks, the pronunciate the cadence, the pronunciation of it is different than what I see in the credits of the film. But uh, the writer-director of The Swordsman is Jaihoon Choi. Uh, it's his first film. It's his first film, and I'm sitting here going, "What the fuck? <laughs> this is this is great, you know." Uh, but it, I just it can't be that hard. It, this is his first one. It can't be that hard. It can't be hard. Um, while we're on the subject of names, writer, director, and speaking of the cast, which, like I said, they came to play. Everybody's believable in it. I just think that. Joe Taslam happened to shine, and I'll get to that here in a second. And I'll also get to what I think some of you aspiring filmmakers, if you ever want to make an action film, what I would like to see and how um, I think you could sell it. Anyway, uh, Tayul, our, our our hero, is played by Jane Hyuk or Hyuk Jang. You know, I don't know which comes first, if it's Hyuk or Jang. Um, Man Sik Jung plays the daughter, Min Seung Ho. Um, who else we got? Seung Hyun Ji, played by Inu, or he plays Inuchi. Uh, Jai Huan Shin plays Ripsy. I I know for a fact that it looked different in the credits. 
than what anyway Jai Huan Shin played Reaper Joe Taslam played Girotai uh anyway it they 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 all sell it they came to play so in much like the John Wick ones I think all the characters are good enough and they're portrayed well enough by the actors uh, which is why it works and I think it's because you know there's time love and effort into it whereas something you know like a Transformers you could argue there's not you know but I who was it was it Bruckheimer or Michael Bay or I think it was Michael Bay that just said I'll stop making them when you stop seeing them so that to me says it's way more about you <laughs> than it is to film it because I would if I would yeah I if if I was making Transformers money I make 102 I make 102 of them whatever do we what do we need to explode this time <laughs> anyway um but in terms of the cast uh i was really impressed by joe taslam as girotai who is the villain i was really impressed <laughs> i i was kind of shocked if you don't know who joe taslam is uh some of you that may that listen to the show he is one of the characters in the raid he's actually the guy that leads the the squad into the apartment complex he was in the night comes for us i mean he's been in a lot of shits but i think the night comes for us is uh, which is still on netflix i keep telling people that you gotta watch that movie um but i think he kind of put him on the map in terms of an american audience but that doesn't necessarily mean anything i think he was in like a fast and furious or something like that and he had a fucking 40 second fight scene and it was cut down from like three minutes and because of course we can't show just how good joe taslam is we wouldn't want that to happen fucking you're gonna americans or the uh, studios are gonna make the same fucking mistake that they did with donnie yen where donnie yen was like if people remember he was in blade 2 which was i think like circa 2001 or something like that and we chewed him up and spit him out, and now we love him that he's been in Rogue One, which, again, I might add, we didn't even... We got to see brief fucking moments of just the brilliance of Donnie Yen, the choreographer. Just, I mean, we we didn't piss on it. Like, I, we, like I, in fact, in a lot of respects, Rogue One, if I had a favorite Star Wars movie, um, if I still believed in making lists, I... Not one part of me would feel bad about making an argument that Rogue One was the best Star Wars movie. And I will be transparent in saying that a lot of that has to do with Donnie Yen being in it. Sure. Sure it does. But, I, anyway, I, I, I really enjoyed Rogue One. And for whatever reason, I guess I didn't see it being the bummer of an ending that it was, which took me by surprise. And, what's her name, Felicity Jones? Mmm. Mmm. Like, like I said toxic white male but i don't even know how to like i've never met her in real life she could be an asshole in real life so i have to be objective right i have to objectify her (laughs) i think she's really good looking i if i sat down and talked to her i may not think that so i can only go based on what i know you know because you in the press and you in the films is not you in real life but these aren't the times that we live in. I don't know what, like, how how are you supposed to tell someone that, hey, or how are you to approach someone like, hey, maybe this this female, or even a male, or even a male, um, how are you supposed to approach without all of a sudden being deemed a creep? 
And I'm already skittish to begin with. I'm not one of those guys that fucking will walk up to you at a bar and buy you a drink. No way. That That's making me uncomfortable just thinking about it right now. And I'm in the safety of my own home. <laughs> and it's already making me feel uncomfortable. What are we even talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. We, we just poo-pooed Donnie Yen and his brilliance in Rogue One. But anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, Joe Taslam. The actor. Night comes for us, the raid. Anyway. Um, he really shined as a villain, I thought. I really did. I I was kind of... Exp- not that he's not cliche uh, a villain. I, if, if you watch enough movies, everything kind of starts to... Like, you're like, oh, well, that's kind of like this. That's kind of like that. Same with fucking music. You know, you just got to search. You got to weed through a lot of stuff that appeals to your fancies. And for me, with action films, boy, like it few and far between these days like there was a brief moment there where like 2008 to 2000 now let's say 2002 to 2016 we had a good run but now they're it's kind of few and far between but um what what are we talking about oh yeah joe taslam just shined really did I, I i he was hateable when you know i'm sure some people watch that and be like yeah he was an all right villain well i would ask you not argue to you i would ask you to look at some of his body of work and in terms of range that he's shown i think we're doing pretty well he's probably getting tired of kicking ass you know that and speaking of the chewing up and spitting out like uh, of donnie yen i hope we don't do that with joe taslam where it's like 20 years later, now people know who Donnie Yen is because he was in a Star Wars movie. Fuck you, man. Like, he has done significantly better stuff and showed way better acting chops than he got. I mean, his character is awesome, really, really good in Rogue One, but I think he's done far more in acting job, even with the Ip Man series. Uh, Probably more specifically the first one. I think uh, the first one is probably the best movie out of the four maybe one four two three probably maybe but i don't know how i would rank them in terms of action pieces fuck man those are so elite so elite um especially three and four had yun Wu ping involved come on the maestro the maestro that's another thing too if you're a big hollywood studio why don't you just employ yun Wu ping like you have the money just make him do all your action films until because he's like got to be like a hundred and five now. <laughs> I don't think he's that old, but he's. We're getting to the point where we're gonna wish we had him because no one seems to emulate just how good he is. He's an action choreographer for you guys, the, the maestro Yun Wu Ping, Yun Wu Ping. Um, Joe Taslam <laughs> shined as an actor in this. I, probably the standout in terms of I. I like uh, the swordsman, Tayul's character more um, in terms of what he go. I like the character more. Um, I think, um, what's his name, who played him? Um, I think uh, Jang Hyuk did an excellent job portraying Tayul. I do, I do. I think what got me in, as a viewer was seeing Joe Taslam's range. It's really good. Uh, I I think we almost went to a, car, a cartoon level, or I thought we could have went, sorry, I thought we could have went to a cartoon level, and he didn't. It was very fluctuated between, 
between like a three and a seven on the overboard scale, which I I really love. He he has a not a catchphrase so to speak, but sometimes when you when he's processing stuff, he's just like interesting, very interesting is what his character does, and and you can see. Uh, you got to see it in his face. You got to see the portrayal of Giratai by Joe Taslim. Um, yeah, just see this film. I, it's a Wellgo USA release. Um, literally, the the reason why um, I continue <laughs> to um, do free promotion for Wellgo is for films like these. That bottom line. Not to say that some of the ones that I haven't seen weren't really like Synchronic is nothing like the Swordsman, but that was really good by uh, Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson. Uh, just got that Marvel deal. Um, but yeah, how this whole thing started was I was like, who would I want to reach out to if I wanted to review stuff? And there was two people. It was or well, not two people, but two companies. Uh, Arrow Video and Wellgo USA. I was like, and like you don't want, or at least I don't want. I have a couple of friends that are in the podcast or the movie, the the movie promotion game because that's what it is. All, all we do, boys, is promote them, and we do it for the the love and the passion of the movies and nothing else, because it certainly isn't for the money and. I've said on this show before, I give a fuck if you give me a free movie. I'd buy the motherfucker anyway, you know? It would be nice to, I don't know, give me like 200 bucks a month. I think your company can afford it for the amount of work. It, I don't put a lot of work in. Well, maybe I do. It just depends on the film, what's happening. Um, yeah, Well Go USA is releasing this uh, February 16th. I don't know. I think we're a shade less than two weeks as I do this, but I don't know when I'll post this. <laughs> I, I don't know. You just got to have some things on wax, boy. Got to have it on wax and have it, you know, like Tupac keeps coming out with shit even though he's dead, right? Well, same same idea here. I'll fucking get this while I have the time, while I have the gumption to do it, and then I'll fucking throw it up for you. So it could be tomorrow. Could be a week from now. Either way, the date... It's February 16th. The Swordsman will be streaming and on Blu-ray. Um, I, uh, In retrospect, it would have been nice. Um, so to go along with the choreography, um, you got to have a good cinematographer. Cinematographer in this is Juan Ho Sun. Um, reason why I say that is because depending on how they elect to shoot it, um, which goes into what I was saying earlier about execution, it can make or break a scene for me. And Wan Ho Sun, or Sun Wan Ho, um, I mean, just elite cinematography in this. Elite. And um, it it doesn't it doesn't work the way it does. The Raid doesn't work the way that it does. The Raid 2 doesn't. Uh, Ip Man 1 through 4 with Donnie. Uh, Kill Zone. Uh, a host of a true legend. Fist of Legend, uh, Police Story 1, you get the idea. It doesn't work unless the cinematographers are on point with the choreographer. Cinematographer, hear me, got to be on point with the choreographer for you aspiring filmmakers that may want to make an action film. One last time for the cheap seats. Cinematographer has to be just in sync with the choreographer. Um, and another thing I wanted to tell you aspiring filmmakers, you know how 
you could sell at least the hand-to-hand combat or even gunfight sequences or let's say your character if if you were doing a medieval action for the 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 characters holding the swords do do rehearsals and do pre-production and in this case if i'm talking to the writer or the director do the storyboards um in three to five hit sequences so let's say your you should set a goal of in this fight versus or in this particular fight i want to see 300 hits thrown or 300 attempts at a hit thrown because not everything needs to land just because the fucking American film told you that that overhand right should pulverize and kill every single fucking time doesn't mean that's what it sometimes you miss sometimes you you know you don't hit where you should hit or whatever but if so let's say just map it out 300 hits right for this particular sequence doesn't need to be a final sequence Write them or storyboard them in three to five hit sequences. Okay, so let's say your character is engaging. You want to go, let's say it's a sword fight, okay, because this is the swordsman. And I have nothing, don't, don't, I've, I've proved nothing to, I, I'm not a filmmaker. I wish I was. I wish I was a writer, director, and a prominent one. I wish I was, but I'm not. So I'm just telling you as a viewer, here's how I think you could sell it. Three to five hit sequences, sword fight, start with, he goes shoulder, calf, shoulder, block, 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 because it's a sword sequence. I mean, if one gets through, or or, or just that so you can have a nick, right? You have the, you go shoulder, calf, shoulder, Shoulder, calf, left shoulder, left calf, right shoulder as a, uh, so there's four, right? Shoulder, calf, shoulder, right shoulder. Have your actors rehearse that over and over again. And that's one sequence of a 300 hit fight. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but that's how I think you could sell it. Boom, 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 boom. Edit. Boom, 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 boom. Edit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that there's not going to be a lot of work involved, you know, and you're not going to have people that are as good with the choreography as the people in the swordsman. It's, you know, but I think it would be a lot easier on your actors, actresses um, to think like that, to think in five hit segments and we got to get to 300, you know. And it will go faster than you think because, I mean, 300 hits could be less than three minutes of actual footage. But if you take your time on it and you execute it well, which is what I've been saying the whole stinking podcast, if you execute it well, I'm going to like it. It, it, Let's just say I think your story stinks. I'll be like, man, but there was this one action sequence. God damn. I'll remember your film because I'm a toxic white male and we've tied it all together. So get the swordsman when it comes out or, um, you know, just play my little giveaway game. Just play my giveaway game. It's not that hard. I'll give you the shit for free. If you just, if you spend 10 seconds doing what the giveaway rules tell you to do, you, you just get a good movie. And I promise you it's worth every second of your hour and 14 minutes. I promise you that. E L L I S S I. N-E-M-A, Ellis Cinema Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The Swordsman 
hitting streaming and physical media February 16th. February 16th, so pick that up if you lose out on the giveaway. Um, I promise you, if you're a fan of the action flick, man or woman or whatever, you will, I think you'll like this one. I was pleasantly surprised, and I watch a whole lot of action shit. All right. The Swordsman. The Swordsman. Wellgo USA, February 16th. Play my giveaway or buy the shit. It's worth it. So worth it. I'm out of here. Fuck it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.